Welcome to the podcast, Energy Medicine, where we are aligning your mind, body, and spirit with energy-based modalities. With your host, Dr. Mary Sanders, a medical intuitive and chiropractor. Let's join the podcast. Today's guest is Damla Atikan. She is an inner child energetic wound healer, crystal healing teacher, and podcaster who helps other self-healers and healers move beyond the energetic wounds of their inner children and shine brighter than they ever thought possible so that they can fully show up in their lives for healings of others. Today, she will be talking about how crystal healing and inner child healing go hand in hand. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, Dr. Mary, and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and visit my website at www.drmarysanders.com to download a free guide to boost your energy centers to experience more clarity, purpose, and vitality. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the podcast, Energy Medicine. Listeners, I am sincerely so thankful that you are here today listening and joining us for another dynamic conversation. We talk about all topics revolving around the mind, body, and spirit. Today's guest is special. She's a beautiful spirit. And I'm, I am going to say there's a probability that I'm going to mispronounce her last name and we'll give her an opportunity to correct me. But today's guest is Damla Atkin. Is that right? I think I may have nailed it. All right. So I was a little nervous about that. Damla is an inner child energetic wound healer, a crystal healing teacher, and a soul healing writer. She helps other self-healers and healers move beyond the energetic wounds of their inner children and shine brighter than they thought possible so that they can fully show up in their lives to heal themselves, their family, and their soul community. She senses, she hears, and deciphers energy fields, chakra states, and assists people in repairing energetic wounds. Her only wish is a healer to be of service to everyone within their healing journey any way that she can be of support. She has a lot of training in her background. Um, she's been training one-on-one and also holding space in group classes, leading workshops, and inhaling and exhaling yoga. I love that. May have to steal that line. Meditation and healing pretty much the entire time since the year 2005. She has a 500 yoga teacher certification, a Reiki master's, biofield bio tuning practitioner, advanced and professional tarot reading, and a unity field healing practitioner. The title of today's podcast is Crystal Healing Demystified, How to Activate the Love that You Are Through Lovingly Connecting with Your Crystals. Now... Listeners, I'm going to share with you. I've had a few minutes to chat with Damla, and she has agreed to also start talking about the inner child work. So we're going to have a dynamic conversation. And listeners, if you would join me in welcoming Damla to the podcast Energy Medicine, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. 
excited to dive into this conversation. Yeah. Can't you feel the, the richness and the depth already? Yeah. Excellent. Dama, I'm curious, where are you located on this beautiful planet? I live in Seacoast, New Hampshire, a little north of Boston. It's a beautiful um, place where we can get to the ocean pretty quickly and we're surrounded by trees and the winters then are long and beautiful. So I love it here. Excellent, excellent. It sounds to me like you're communing with nature and, and grounding into the earth surrounding you. So that's a wonderful thing. Now, I know that you talk about demystification, how to demystify crystal healing. So, so can you share with us, from your perspective, how an individual can tap into the properties of the crystals that surround us every day and those crystals that we may purchase for specific healing reasons. Where to begin? <laughs> okay. Let's begin with how I got into crystals. So you mentioned yoga, my healing journey, actually my first step in changing career direction was yoga. I became a full-time yoga teacher, yoga studio manager, and I thought that was going to be it for me. And then in 2012, I became a mom. And in that journey, I realized I was going into this deep, dark well of just despair. <laughs> just a lot was coming up, um, not just the pressure and the demands of the motherhood, but whatever was unresolved in me, what I now call energetic wounds were coming up. And at the time, yoga didn't work for me. My body was strange. I couldn't meditate. I was just going out of my mind. <laughs> I was going, um, I was just finding it really hard to connect with myself. So this is when I sort of made a commitment to the universe. I said, okay, I want to heal. I want to be there for my crystal child. Uh, just show me, send me anything and I'm open. And I just, I came across crystals. I just came across a YouTube interview. That's how. Like I didn't, uh, I didn't know that crystal stores existed. I didn't have like other than jewelry, a dedicated crystal in my, like I wasn't one of those people up until the age of 33 when I became a mom who was crazy about crystals and stones. That wasn't me. But at the time as a new mom, I said, okay, let me get a few crystals, which I did. And then I said, what do I do with them? What do I know? I know the chakra philosophy the chakra symbology, archetypes of the chakras. So let me just place them on my chakras. And I would lie down five minutes, 10 minutes with the crystals. And then I would come out of it feeling better. And at the time, I had no time to look up crystals and their meanings <laughs> or whatever uh, resources we're referring them as to. I didn't have time to uh, get trained in a crystal healing, it was more practical, like how do I feel better? How do I heal myself? And I started to notice, even when I did look up online or anywhere else, um, first of all, I couldn't find anything that would explain my relationship and my experience because I was coming at it completely open, completely unprejudiced. I knew nothing about crystals and I was just feeling better and better. And I didn't differentiate between, oh my God, rose quartz always goes to the heart or this or that. That didn't make sense to me because that wasn't my experience. 
I was feeling the same sense of relief, no matter where I put or placed the rose crystal, as long as I was just gentle with her. So that led to me, long story short, I started to experiment on family members. And then I started to offer one-on-one classes, group classes, and ended up uh, creating a whole online course about crystals and crystal healing and looking into it more. So to answer your question, how and why crystal healing works, why are we drawn to them, what the hell is happening, my simple answer is they are our ancestors. They are the building blocks of the multiverse. And as such, if and when you approach them with that kind of reverence, you approach them saying, oh, you mean my bones are crystals, my teeth, my bones are 65% or more minerals, my eyes are 95% or more water, my skin, my fascia has crystalline properties, it's piezoelectric, just like a quartz crystal, carries electric currents, so... Something about your body already knows them because you're a crystal. And then when you approach them, not with the mindset of how can I use you? How can I just for my own gain take something out of you versus the reverence, the sacredness? How can I connect with you? We are kin. We have an ancestral bond. They contribute to our life. And in that contribution, we get to choose our relationship with them. We get to say, I am not willing to say and put the crystals in just one little box that says they're only good for this and this use. They only go to this and this area in the body versus what if this was an open relationship? And what if this quartz crystal that I hold in my hand is connected to each and every quartz crystal in the multiverse? and each and every other mineral and crystal everywhere. That means that I am in that moment that I connect with the quartz crystal. Not only am I connecting with myself, I can see the natural essence of myself in that crystal. I can also see how interrelated, how connected, how beautifully interactive we are. Mm. That's a beautiful description. I sincerely do appreciate you sharing that with myself and also the listeners. And the one point that I want to go back and kind of unpack was the idea that we are crystals and minerals within our physical body. As you talked about the percentage of, you know, what happens within the bones, the teeth, the eyes, the fascia, the skin. And to know that your intention is to take something that is already within us to align that frequency, which is part of us and also part of the multiverse. So I appreciate your analogy as to how that alignment happens for healing purposes. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And that does. It helps to demystify why we would choose or to use crystals in our healing journey or why we might be naturally gravitated to use them and we don't understand why. Again, I don't love the word use when it comes to crystals because you wouldn't use an ancestor, which they are. So the language matters. And I understand, I mean, we're all used to that kind of wording. But how about instead of use, we connect? How about instead of use, we build a relationship? And certain crystals over time will tell you that 
they may prefer to be around your throat or they may prefer to be around your heart. But that's a personal relationship, a personal um, connection that you have with them. And then at the end of the day, the good thing to remember is that crystals are representations of your own beauty, similar to the way that we are drawn to certain relationships, certain people that reflect parts of us that we need to see, understand, and heal. We are drawn to crystals the same way because they stand in for our own inner nature. Our DNA, by the way, is crystal and crystalline and has millennia of information in it. And as you hold the crystal, there is a multidimensional communication that's beyond words because a crystal understands a crystal. Same way when you enter a room, you're able to feel and sense into, if you pay attention, sense into the feelings of others in that room, those who have DNA. Crystals, in a way, are similar to us. They hold, they store, they amplify, they um, expand information, subtle energy in ways that um, we don't necessarily need to analyze or understand, in my opinion, but we can be there for it. We can be open to that connection that ultimately opens up. We were talking about at the beginning, how do you activate crystals? The activation is through love. It makes a difference to pick up a crystal and say, uh, crystal and say, oh, I'm going to use you for this versus, oh my God, look at this. I mean, how beautiful are you? This is where, where do I feel this energy in my body, in myself? And what other energies, what other currents of love, beauty, creativity can I connect to as I connect with this crystal? I really appreciate you shedding light on just the energy behind the words that I was choosing to use. And I can appreciate aligning with holding the sacred space for the crystals in order for them to be to develop a relationship and a connection with in order for the properties to allow those properties, the essence of the properties to shine forth. So I totally thank you. Um, I think that that was a great learning opportunity. Instead of using the word use, use the word connect or a relationship or something that's a little bit more honoring. So can you share, I know that there's a link in there somewhere between utilizing and connecting and enhancing a relationship with crystals and the minerals that we have surrounding us and made available to us and the healing journey, the physical body, the energetic body, and the spiritual body. And I know somewhere in there, you'll start to talk about um, the inner child work or the inner child energetic wound work that you do. I know that there's an alignment in there. And so if you would just shed some light on how the multiple ways that you can connect with crystals in order to heal on multiple levels. Yeah, I'll tell you how that happened for me um, because I do offer inner child healing sessions in my practice. What happened was as I started to see people for crystal healing and I would ask the question, okay, where are you feeling this energy? Like, where does the energy of the crystal want to go in you? And they would, they would say, my heart, my throat, my belly. And then one day I was just simply guided to say, okay, um, how old is this feeling? 
how old is the sensation that's hanging out, has been hanging out in your belly, in your heart, in your throat? And the people that I asked this inevitably just started to give me answers. Oh, my eight-year-old, my 14-year-old, my 20-year-old self, my five-year-old. So that's how I began to understand that there are remnants of not just trauma, but our energetic imprints of time, and not just this lifetime, but all the possible lifetimes past parallel future, as well as quantum possibilities exist here in the now in your body, as well as the quantum possibilities of your and the records of your ancestors and your ancestors' ancestors and your past lives and your past lives' ancestors. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop right. Like if you think about it, it's mind, mind-boggling. But the thing that allowed me to get there is, I think, this crystalline connection because they they also hold quantum sacred geometry in them. And so do we. And they help us uncover this metric or matrix of information we all carry in our DNA. And soon as I got deeper and deeper into this, uh, one night I was gifted with a, with a dream. In my dream... Uh, It's nighttime. I'm standing by the Great Pyramid in Egypt, and I'm looking at the sky, and I see millions and millions of stars, and there are people passing by. And I just, I stop everywhere, and I say, look, look at these lights. Like, do you see these lights? And some of them stop. Some of them just keep passing me by. and, And I keep saying, look at the beauty of this. And I woke up knowing what I saw was the inner, inner night sky of someone. And those lights, those stars are the quantum essences of the wholeness of our inner children. Because in my view, trauma is like a cloud over the star. Trauma cannot change the nature of your five-year-old, the true essence of your five-year-old, which is pure light, potential, creativity, love, joy, abundance. So my work has become, how can we move past the weather, what's happening in you or around you, or the clouds, and uncover and help these inner children that want to come online shine more and more. And just to finish the story, in December 2022, I got to stand by the Great Pyramid. I got to visit Egypt at nighttime and and experience that too. So that sort of became full circle. What a beautiful dream. What a beautiful dream. And to have that interpretation of watching the essence and receiving the communication that the inner child's brilliance and light gets to come online for the full expression of self and how to utilize crystals. Again, I'm still using the word utilize, but to connect with crystals to be able to tap into that essence. And I have to share with you that listeners, I just want to point out that Damla, when she was talking about healing, she took it to a quantum level, but I am in alignment with what she said, that the current healing in this lifetime is retrocausal and can affect the future as well. So when she was talking about that, and and I 
I love that she went into the multi-dimensions of healing. Um, that's the reality of it. Healing is it's, it's never a wasted frequency. So um, I just wanted to tap into that. And I also wanted to come back to the idea. Um, I am also gravitated to sacred geometry and also the idea of visiting the Great Pyramids um, is on my bucket list as well. So I can only imagine uh, what a feeling, a sensory perception that you had and a, a familiarity when you were in that place. So thank you. My pleasure. Yeah. Life changing. I went with a group and we had a, a sacred cer- ceremony in the king's chamber. And um, anyways, I could talk hours about that too, but it was definitely very, very life enhancing. I bet. I bet. So Dama, I know that some of the listeners, it's like I get these questions from listeners as I'm interviewing people and holding space. So what about the listeners that are thinking, you know what? The inner child work, man, I've been there, I've done that. I did all that talk therapy or psychotherapy in the past. How is it that aligning with uh, crystals is different than the talk therapy that I've done? Because not all inner children talk. That's the quickest answer I can give you. A five-year-old cannot tell you exactly how she feels. She just feels. But she can show you in symbols She can show you through the bodily sensations. She responds to colors. Some five-year-olds that live in people respond to touch. They want to touch some things. They want to be surrounded with a colorful rainbow blanket. So when I go into the depths of that inner night sky, I don't assume to know or I don't intend to bring out all the stories. The story is not... The issue, the issue is the feeling, the sensation, the holding pattern in the body that that inner child is the guardian for. We're working with the guardians of your inner light. They're very protective, but you got to listen and understand their needs, their needs. Yes, sometimes, I mean, a 13-year-old inner child might want to talk, definitely, but the two-year-old, the three-year-old. They want completely different things. And I become the space-holding mother that helps you create that connection with them. That's the first thing, to create a trusting, loving connection. And then see and ask what they need. Surround them with the love. Give them food and drinks that they love, nourishment. Give them a lollipop. You know, I I never know what's going to come up in my intuitive mirror to offer to these clients. And often I choose to, I may pop in here and there when the guidance is strong, but I I prefer that your own inner guidance to show up to say, when I ask you, okay, what would you like to give to this child? Something will pop up in your mind's eye, in your heart's eye. And that kind of healing is a lot deeper than just talking about it. Dama, I will share with the listeners as I'm watching you communicate and I'm watching your energy field, Damla, without a doubt, has a very soft feminine uh, frequency and very maternal in nature. So yeah, I'm sure listeners, you can hear it in the way that she communicates as well. And so Damla, what do you say to the listeners who are like, okay, okay, that makes sense. Now I understand 
how talk therapy is different than utilizing intuition and in utilizing uh, aligning and communicating with crystals as well. But what about those listeners who are like, okay, I honor the inner child that lives within me. I will just embark upon this healing journey alone. You can. I mean, there are resources for you to do that. I have one free resource. I have an inner child healing meditation you can follow. The way I'd like to imagine this is we are all on different stages of our healing and self-healing. You may be at the stage where you're just realizing that you have wounds and you're not yet ready to work with someone because you've been hurt by people. Why should you trust another person? You may be at that stage like I was and you realize you have wounds and then you can't, you say, okay, just whatever tool, whatever method, just send it to me. And still you've been conditioned or you think that it's better to do it yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. By all means, we all need to self-heal every single day. And then, though, there comes a point where the next energy disturbance hits. You get into chaos again. And you have the choice of either looking for another method, another tool, another teacher versus say, I'm willing to give myself the gift of being held in love. I'm willing to partner with another crystal person who is there to embody my inner healer. I'm willing to go deeper with this person who is going to show me my blind sides and who's going to hold my hand when it's too much. And I always say, your system is in charge. I'm never going to force you to go anywhere in that darkness that you're not ready and willing and able to go. You are in charge. But that's a decision you got to make for yourself. Do I deserve the support. It's not so much about that you need to get the support at this precise moment, but you'll you'll know there comes a point where you say, I am ready, willing, and able to trust someone with supporting me. And that's a beautiful decision. Kamala, how you explained that was very empowering, meaning that you're empowering the listener if they really need to do the inner work on themselves for the time being to work through some of the various different layers of trust, then you've empowered them and giving them permission and honoring where they are in their healing journey. And then, and the flip side of the coin is that if they are looking for additional support, I hear the empowerment that the it is just the support, meaning that the healing still comes from within, the spirit the, of the individual receiving the healing is doing the work and that your role then becomes to nurture, to support, to caress, you know, the situation for deeper healing. So what a beautiful explanation that was. I love it. Yes. I mean, sometimes we get lost in that darkness. Mm-hmm. We get lost in that underworld. And my job is to say, Look at the stars. Can you believe the amount of shining inner potentials, inner sparks, inner children that you have that are rooting for you, that are waiting for you to connect with you? And they're just there. I mean, I think just that, like I have absolute belief and absolute knowing that we all, we each have those sparks of light within And that's my superpower as a healer. 
without a doubt, every spirit walking on this planet has that essence contained within them and has access to a lot of information. So I'm personally thankful that you're showing up in your strengths and supporting people in that journey. I want to talk about, you and I probably, I know we agree, that as we move through the various different transitions in our lives, and I think that the process of healing is never ending in many respects, because the lessons that come up may look, feel, sense, be different, or it can be completely the same, you know, story that you've been playing out previously. So what words of encouragement do you have for somebody that is going in and out of various different continual life life lessons when it comes to their inner child? Yeah, it gets easier once you start to realize this is the nature of reality. You go in and out of chaos. You go through chaos to be organized on the other side. By the way, crystals have the most organized molecules of the planet. So they, there they are to shine a light on that, to be an example and a reference for our systems. You know, you could say, Dom, I tried this crystal healing thing. It didn't work. You could blame your container, your body. You could blame the situation. You could blame the healer and this and that and that versus saying, okay, I'm here now. This is difficult. These are the tools that help. Let me get back to them because we forget all the tools (laughs) and the resources that we have. And then you can say, okay, what else is available to me right here and right now within my means, resources, time, availability, ability. And then you learn to ride the wave versus cursing the wave or yourself or the people or the situation. Therein lies the freedom. Therein lies the beauty of the spiraling growth because we are going to hit that same wound again. But if you are in a, you can see that you're not in a circle, but you're going spiraling upwards. Next time you come back to the same anger, to the same relationship that hurts, to the same, I call them desert people, narcissist person, you can be a little bit more resourced. You can, if you've nourished enough inner children, you can show up as, oh, this is not about me. This is about them. I see. Let me take care of my needs and so on. It becomes a beautiful dance of what do I need? I need this and this energetically. Can I give it to myself? Yes, give it to yourself. No, can I get help? Get help. No, I need help, but I can't get it right now. But can I manage? Can I maybe talk to a friend? Can I do Dhamma's free meditation? This and that. So you manage it. And then when you're able to work with a healer like you or me uh, to get you to that next spiraling level. And is it going to end there? No, because life isn't like that. Life is going to keep throwing you stuff to see how... You refine your journey of moving from chaos to order, chaos to order, chaos to order. And that's, and you could call it nervous system regulation. You could call it something else, uh, but that's what it's about. I like the analogy of, of moving from chaos to organization and, and to acknowledge that the structure, the crystalline structure is very meticulously organized. I want to share with you, and this is just a side note, we don't have to dive deep into it, but 
I want to openly admit that the first time that I connected with the Akashic Records, it looked, it was a crystalline formation. It was Superman's home. Do you remember those old original Superman movies when he flew home and it was in to visit his, I think, mom and dad and, and, and he, it was all crystalline. And that's the image that I see the Akashic Records as. So I really appreciate the wisdom that you've shared with us in relationships as to how we can really truly enhance the relationship with crystals and, and their properties. So I, there's no doubt that you're showing up in your strengths and, and applying your wisdom and being of service. Speaking of service, Damla, can you share with us what's the best way to stay in communication with you? and to learn more about your one-on-one and group courses. Absolutely. My website is adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. And there you'll find uh, free resources, including the meditation that I mentioned about the inner child healing meditation. I have a crystal healing myths little mini course that again it's completely free that people can take i also have a crystal healing membership which is i would say it's crystal healing it's inner child healing it's a little bit of everything that i know it has over 100 uh, recorded crystal healing sessions guided meditations and um i also love eft tapping it has guided eft tapping meditations in there and what it is is a chance for you to begin that beautiful self-healing journey, a chance for you to say, Dhamma, okay, let me just tip my toes in there and see and feel (laughs) if this feels good to me. And then if you want to deepen that, you can work with me one-on-one with an inner child crystal healing session. Beautiful, beautiful. Listeners, how cute is the name A Drop of Om? I mean, seriously, when you go to type it, you're going to be stumbling over the keyboard, but it is A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M dot com. And I've had the pleasure of looking at the website and Damla is very generous in her offering. So I invite you to reach out and to connect with her if you so feel inclined. And once again, Damla, I just want to say that to take the position in which you so strongly believe in the energy containment of crystals, that in itself is of an essence. And to shine and to show up and to educate others is an additional strength. So thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be with us today on the podcast, Energy Medicine. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for doing all you do for this beautiful podcast. Thank you. The honor is all mine. The pleasure is all mine, I should say. Listeners, stay tuned for this quick message. You have been listening to the podcast, Energy Medicine where we are aligning your mind, body, and spirit with energy-based modalities. For more information about Dr. Mary Sanders or our podcast, please check out our website at www.drmarysanders.com. Thank you for listening.